0: Hello there.
1: Hey,
0: Babby Frick. <laughs> Gotta get it in. <laughs> Welcome to the battle Guild, where we somehow watch and review films. And if you're lucky, a few TV shows and games along the way. So come in, it, take a seat and grab yourself a drink and get comfortable. I'm Luke. And as always, I'm joined by the UK's leading Force Dyad expert, Jamie. Jamie.
1: That that is me. Yeah, it is you. Um, I did I did mention that, didn't I? And, and they actually men- mention it in this movie, and I completely forgot they mentioned they are dyad in the force. Um, I'm always excited to hear what I'm going to be the expert of each week. You never tell me, so I <laughs> have to I sit here and eagerly anticipating. Like, what's it going to be this week? How do I respond to it when I find out? Like the cat fur expert. <laughs> I was, was uh, just going to say one of my. Fa- I was a bit like, yeah, that that was perfect. Oh, um, brilliant! Just like the perfect paw. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Paul spelt p a w cuz ah oh, obviously um... yes, yeah, obviously. And <laughs> how Kat, are you this week and Kat anyway Kat spelt cat
0: c a t it <laughs> is it is um i'm good i'm actually um very good yeah it's it's the busy week as i mentioned last week now so um it's the busy week at work and yesterday um as like a little little team we took like nearly 500 calls and we i think we answered like nearly 1000 emails oh wow it's like, quite busy then ridiculously busy and a little bit quieter today i must admit i will just say it's it's already a lot better releasing on a monday do you not think
1: yeah, you finding it a bit easy. You do most of the editing, well, all of the editing, actually. I just turn up and some, <laughs> say some yeah, things. Yeah, you got the bloody easy job. You've just got to watch the film and talk about it. <laughs> you you run some decisions by me, and I just go, yep, sounds good. Uh... <laughs> I like it.
0: I like doing a release on the Monday. Um, I did notice as well, and if you're listening, again, welcome back. Um, it's much appreciated because I feel like releasing it on a Monday, for some reason, we got a lot more engagement on the old Instagram, so thank you for anybody who engaged with the instagram this week it is much appreciated
1: yeah, thank you very much i suppose it's a nice start to the week to be able to just sit something on uh stick something on sit back listen and relax whereas at the end of the week you'll be pouring perfectly your own beers rather than <laughs> wanting to listen to two people gabble on exactly. or babble on for uh, Babylon <laughs> hanging gardens <laughs> babylon. <laughs> <laughs> <of it> today full <laughs> of it today one of my favorite wonders of the world the hanging gardens of babylon never been there obviously um yeah, time's moved on, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> time talking rubbish.
0: Time yeah. does move on. Now, I've just remembered that, the perfect poll, I've completely forgot again to save the story, but I did save a poll that I put up. Um, I'm going to be doing a weekly poll. I think I'm going to be putting up every Wednesday, so one will go up tomorrow. But this um, last week's poll was just a picture of our good friend, friend of the show, <laughs> Oscar Isaac. <laughs> it's not i don't know him uh he, he's i put best character from the sequel trilogy with a question mark and the options were yes 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 nah or somehow
1: <laughs> please tell me they got the most votes and
0: somehow did get the most votes can can confirm somehow did get Amazing. the most votes so That's thank cool. you very much for
1: engaging with that post
0: it is it's always appreciated but we got loads of likes on all the posts this week it was um actually really nice to see i think a lot of um kingdom come deliverance fans came out of the woodwork to like to like the post which is quite nice to see which is very good to see
1: you're a fan of that game you're really a fan of that game i think and everything about it it's not a one that you can just pick up and be like yeah it's all right you either love it or you just don't play it
0: you're in it or you've never played it exactly but apart from that i can't think of anything else of note oh i went to see a recording of a really, really popular national theatre performance called Prima Fasci. Fasci? Fasci or Fasci? Anyway, it's got Jodie Comer in it, and it's just... A, She's like a, fantastic. Well, she is. Uh, it's a one-woman performance, and she plays a like a barrister... Okay. Or like a lawyer or something like that. And it's sort of it's all about um like rape victims and stuff, and so that women aren't like believed and it's hard to actually prove that someone's been like sexually assaulted. Now, everybody's absolutely raving about it. I didn't like it. Did you not? <laughs> no. <laughs> and you know what? I don't know, I don't know what it was. Rachel absolutely adored it. Like at the end, she was like, I absolutely love that. And everyone in the audience. Absolutely loved it. It's got like a 9.8 on IMDb. Jodie Comer, as you've just rightly said, was fantastic in it. <laughs> for, for me, for whatever reason, I just couldn't get into it at all.
1: Hey, just just not your
0: kind of thing? No, just... I, I don't know. It was it was like... Obviously, lots of people like it, so it's most likely if you do go and see it, you're going to love it. But I just think, for me... You know what? It's weird to say, because it's a one-woman show very wordy <laughs> it was okay like a lot of words it was sort of a lot to take in it was just constant talking for like
1: an hour and 20 minutes sometimes you just want to see some flashing lights and explosions don't you
0: yeah and it, i don't know it just didn't excite me in a way that i'd like a play to excite me
1: oh that's a shame to hear but yeah uh, it is i'm sure there'll be other things come up soon that you will enjoy hopefully it's very hopefully... rare you don't like something
0: it is very rare that I don't like something, actually. Oh, I also went to see... I've actually forgotten about it. I went to see Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um. Have you been seen Nope? I've not seen it, but I've seen it advertised, I think. Is it yeah. the one with... Who's, Jordan... who's in it? Daniel Kaluuya. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, so it's the new Jordan Peele film who did Us and Get Out. I loved Get Out. I need
1: to watch that then.
0: Yeah, so me and Rachel really liked it. It's a great film. We... I I'm gonna, this is a complete spoilerless review, by the way. So we really, really liked it. We weren't too fond of the last twenty minutes, but eighty percent of that film is incredible for us. I'm not saying that the last twenty minutes is bad by any means. I just think it's not as good as everything that comes before it. Oh, but I still need to watch it's great. The
1: last one, I still need to watch us I've not seen that.
0: Us is really good as well. Very <clears throat> creepy film. Bit yeah, open ended. Like, like
1: that. But very creepy
0: film, anyway. That's what I've been to see this week. Tomorrow, I'm going to see the conclusion to Lord of the Rings,
1: Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, and I'm very excited. And so, yeah, that's you've been seeing those every week. That's great. That is finally getting to the last one, and then it'll be the Hobbit after that, will it? Or are they just stopping at Lord I of the Rings? I don't
0: think well, actually, it's Greece next week. Oh. <laughs> yes. oh, it's got to be, hasn't it? But yeah, because of um, yeah, so they, yeah, some very sad news, Olivia Newton John passed away since re- yeah. recording, didn't she, news. of um, breast
1: cancer, I believe it was. It was, yeah. 30-year-long battle she had with that. Yes. So, yeah, very sad news. She was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Fantastic actress. Very, very good. Um, not to move on too quickly, but um, how are you? I haven't asked yet. I've been doing it for seven minutes, and how are you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I've, uh, I'm having pain with one of my wisdom teeth oh, coming on. through, which is not ideal, but I'm, I'm able to talk for short periods. I'm putting all my effort into having some sort of energy, um, no one would have heard us talking before this, but obviously I was very croaky and very slow, it is hurting to move my mouth right now, uh, but no other than that I'm okay, I've been back training jujitsu this week, which has been great, I had a bit of a layoff where I was busy leaving my old job and various other life things happening, um, so getting back into a bit of a routine and, and just in general feeling pretty fly for a white guy. No, oh,
0: very good, you started your own um, jujitsu again haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing this week. Um, well, in the last few weeks, so a bit more exercise, a bit healthier, and um, yeah, starting to feel a bit better about myself. So that that's that's all I've really got to report there. That's hey, that's good though. I mean, honestly,
0: like I think I think I think it doesn't matter how much anybody does in a week. It just matters if it matters to you. Yeah, absolutely like profound. Wasn't getting it? back out there. <laughs> wow, <laughs> my god, we're getting we're getting deep. I'm only eight minutes thirty. We a.m. are, getting
1: we are getting deep only 8 minutes 30 we are are not we? Yeah. So. Uh... Uh, That isn't my recommendation of the week, I would recommend anyone out there who's thinking about it, give jiu-jitsu a try, it's good fun, it's a fun martial art, a lot of grappling, it's good, good full body workout as well, and you can also train at full intensity and not get injured, you you can still get injured obviously, but unlike boxing where you can't spar at full intensity because you'll knock someone's head off, in (laughs) jiu-jitsu, because it's all just joint locks and submissions and you tap when you get caught before they put you unconscious or break a limb, if you're clever enough to do so, you can go at like full speed and, and avoid injury. Whereas if you go full speed in boxing, you're getting punched in the face and it's not fun. No,
0: it's not fun. It's not going to feel fun either. No, absolutely not. Definitely not. Now, we're going to move swiftly into it. Well, this is the recommendation not the week. ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha.
1: Yeah, you can have the last one. That's fine. <laughs> I wasn't going to bite you for I, di- it. I didn't
0: know how long we were going on for. I thought we were just going to carry it on. and
1: <laughs> It was hurting my throat a bit. and My, my, my gum line oh, and my jaw. So I thought, I, I'm i going to save my voice and give you that one. You, you <laughs> save, you save <laughs> your voice. Okay. Now, Jamie, what is your
0: recommendation of the week? Mine's a great one, uh, if I do say so.
1: Myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just like, this one is the best one yet, and no one can say otherwise. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is out on every platform. I might be mistaken. Um, it might not be actually. I might be lying. I might be telling porcupines. I know it's free at the moment on PlayStation Plus, but I have been spending a bit of time <sighs> playing the remastered Tony Hawk's Pro Skater oh! One and Two. Um, yeah, it's great. It, what it, a it's choice. exactly it's exactly how I remember it. And to be fair, like I it, the graphics are how I remember them, even though they are so much better now. But I think you go back to an old game that you played when you were a kid, and you are like i swear the graphics weren't this bad 20 years ago um (laughs) but it looks really great obviously all the maps it's the same maps that are on the last game um they've all been remade the same tricks are there you can you can even have like the old school move sets and controls um and the the missions are relatively the same so collect the the letters the s-k-a-t-e for skate hit certain combos hit high scores find random things lying around the maps and you get two minutes to do that but you don't have to do all the challenges in one run if you complete a challenge it does save it so if you go back another time so you don't have to complete eight challenges essentially in one two minute run you can do them over multiple ones um, and i had a lot of fun playing that i, I, I blitzed through it pretty quickly to be fair um, it came back to me quite quick some people find the game really hard because you have to balance your manuals and your grinds and you have to make sure you land correctly so you're not on your you don't land sideways or you you lose your trick you don't want to do a trick when you're too close to landing back on the ground or you'll you'll stuff it and you'll bail out of it there are assists available or game mods for people that need them so you have one that has like no bail so you never fall and fall off your skateboard you always land a trick no matter what oh, nice. um, you can get perfect grind so you don't have to do the little bar to keep yourself balanced and Perfect manuals and always having a combo meter full. So I played it without those um, and found some of them really difficult to be fair. It's mainly you get like every few levels there's a competition where you need to hit a certain score in three heats and you need to get at least a bronze medal. And that can be quite difficult if you're not the best at the game to actually get there. I, I, a couple of them I had to do like three runs to even get a bronze. Um, I can't quite get the gold. I probably could with assists on quite easily because you can just keep doing a combo over and over, because you can just keep manually forever every time you land. Um, yeah, if you, if you enjoy Tony Hawk games and you've not played the remakes, I'd say definitely get on it. If you've never played a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game before, jump on it, give it a go, because for many of us, we've played these throughout our childhood and they were fantastic. Um, and if you play it and you think it's really hard, just stick the game, the mods on, and just throw some different combos about, play about with it, get to grips with it, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. That's my recommendation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I think a pre, it was Pro Skater Two on PS One. It was, wasn't
1: it? I think they both were. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because I that was the only one I remember playing, and I remember playing it on PS One when it when it was out. And I haven't played the remakes yet. I have added them to my library. I haven't downloaded yet because I'm like I mentioned last week playing Kingdom Come Deliverance again, and Evil West <laughs> comes out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'm very very excited for that. But I am going to get around to playing Pro Skater. A, um, remastered is it remastered or remake which one is it
1: i think it's called remastered tony hawks pro re- skater one and two remastered i want to say something like right. that um but you yeah, know they're really they're really good really fun to play um i would definitely recommend it. it's really easy just to pick it up and think oh, i'll just go around and do some tricks and things and because it's like two minutes per level you can do free skate where you've got unlimited time but one thing i never really noticed when i well, i mean i played these when i was like five or six I was probably terrible at them. Every level has like a secret area that you can unlock by doing certain challenges or grinding on a certain rail, so a telephone pole falls over and breaks a barricade, and it's just incredibly fun. So that that's that's my recommendation of the week. (laughs) Where where are we going with your recommendation?
0: Now I'm going back to the world of literature. (laughs) Go back to the world of literature this week. Now. This is, it's actually um, yet another book that I read in lockdown. I was just, it's the same again, like in my living room I have, it's like a fireplace and there is, it's been bricked up so we've got sort of like a load of books that are sort of all stacked in there, it's like a little bookcase area and every time I walk into the living room I do see them and I was just sort of having a look at them the other day and I thought, oh, I was like, that one would be incredible. To actually be a um, a recommendation of the week. Now, it's a science fiction book, and it's incredible. It's called Recoil, and it's by an author called J.T. Oh God, what's happening with my throat? It's like I'm being attacked. <laughs> All the moisture just suddenly got sucked out of my throat. I can't even say his name. It's it's called Recoil. <laughs>
1: oh my God! Oh dear.
0: Oh, this is going well. It's called Recoil by J.T. Nicholas. Oh, my God, I finally got it out of my mouth. It's called Recoil by J.T. Nicholas, and it's really, really good. It's basically this crazy science fiction novel, and people get recoiled instead of dying. So what happens is, is everybody's personality is kept on like basically a little usb drive and it gets put up into this big database and when you die you get recoiled so bodies are synthetically made and your body your essence gets put into another body but the caveat of that if you're not rich enough you can't choose your gender you can't choose how you look you can't choose how old you are you can't choose anything Oh, I so, That's really yeah.
1: interesting. So, quite a dystopian kind of sci-fi.
0: Yeah, and its I think just the way it sort of shows the future is,
1: it's, it's sort of, it, it is fascinating,
0: because it's sort of like we've colonised sort of the moon, if I remember correctly, and it is, it's like two years since I read this, if I remember correctly, they've colonised the moon, and there's sort of big domes all over the moon, and each dome is sort of a different country, like a different country from Earth has taken Thanks. over these different domes on the moon. So there's like a China one, there's like a Japan one, there's a America one, a, an England one and things like that. And people are out, out in space like salvaging and stuff. And honestly, it, it's incredible. If you like sci-fi, if you like some crazy fight scenes that have been written down in space and things to do with... If anyone's ever watched Altered Carbon on Netflix... I
1: was going to say it sounded like Altered Carbon.
0: It's, it's like,
1: it's reminiscent of Altered Carbon. Sounds like a Black Mirror episode as well.
0: It, it is a bla- bit Black Mirror-y, and it's got some stuff to do with like space zombies as well, where they're like their coils have reanimated the corpses. It's great. You need to read it. It's a brilliant book. So that's my recommendation of the week. It's called Recoil, and it's by J.T. Nicholas. It's a great book. I
1: might have to give that a read. I don't usually read too much, mm-hmm. other than comics and things, but that sounds uh, up my street. That does.
0: Yeah, it's good. I'm not just locking myself to fantasy, I'll tell you now. <laughs> Well, I see, I love if it's a fantasy book, give me it. If it's a science fiction book, give me it. And if it's a murder mystery, give me it. Give me them all. I've actually got quite a few books to recommend. Actually, over the over the over the coming weeks, <laughs> we can get through them each week. <laughs> we can. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've probably read enough to fill us for the next couple of years of recommendations. Anyway, anyway, we are going to move on to as some people would call the world famous segment, the perfect.
1: Perfect of
0: the week. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to you about this one before we started, weren't I? Um, you were,
1: yeah. You've never had this one before, have you? No,
0: I've never actually seen it before as well. It's by a brewery called Buxton Brewery, and it's called Phoenix IPA. And the front of the can is... So good. I'm actually going to send you a picture of the front of the can, Jamie, just so you can do. bask in the in the glory. And it is basically a big giant phoenix on the front, and it's sort of like a um what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take a video of it, Jamie. Um just as I'm speaking, just so I can turn the can so you can see it. Look, there you go. There's the little turning of the can. Okay, I'm gonna send that video through to you right now. Um it looks really nice. It's a six percent IPS, it's quite a strong one. I'll read you the blurb. A juicy IPA with abundant ripe mango and stone fruit. Fruit, not fruit. Fruit. <laughs> fruit alongside citrus fruit notes from its combination of mosaic, simcoe, and Akua nut hops. It's looking good. The can looks good as well. It's great, isn't it? It's a really cool can. Okay, we're going to go for the old opening. Are we ready for this? I'm ready. Oh, that sounded nice. That was a classic opening, wasn't it? I'm going to go for a smell. Yeah, very classic. Oh, God. I smell the mango. Wait, where'd that mango? (laughs) (laughs) That was awful. Right, we're going to go for the paw. Not sure if you can hear it. No, I can't. Oh, no. You know what? It's not a great pour either, so... You don't be, um, don't be alarmed when I send you this photo. For, oh, it's actually, you know what? It's getting better. It's getting a little, little bit better. I'm just going to tell you a story while, um, while I'm pouring this. Today at work, for some reason, um, like one of the heads of the company is like one of the Mister houses, came up to me today and he, um, he was just asking me about my background. He's like, "What's your background?" I was just telling him that I'm like a teacher, and I think he was like wondering if I was going to stay around, which is weird
1: oh no no I'm just here for a bit make yeah. some money and I'm going to leave yeah. you and then I'm going to leave now
0: it isn't a full pint bear in mind that please um, so take the head that is on it as sort of the head that's there okay okay. we're going to put this through to you right now here we go Jamie it's coming through there we go should be with you in a moment okay. uh, yeah let's up a little bit Um, Maybe fizzed up a bit too much Yeah I did think that Um, but It's poured quite well now though It's actually quite nice
1: Yeah I think I I don't think I'm going to be able to give it the perfect pour again I think the second week on a trot The streak hasn't quite resumed But I'd say it's an almost perfect If someone was to ask me how is that not perfect I'd say Somehow (laughs) Well we'll get to that (laughs) little later on. (laughs) I'm going to have a
0: taste. I'm going to tell you if I can taste any of that mango in there. You know what? It smells a mango. It doesn't taste a mango. But that is... That is a cracking beer. My God. Oh, I might have to give it a try. Where did you get it from? Just Tesco's. I was going to... I can. I keep saying every week I'm going to go to Batch. And I just (laughs) don't have time to walk into town. So I just end up going to Tesco's, which is across the road. It was a... You know the... The big cans, what they do, where it's just like a single big can for like three
1: quid. Yeah, was it it one of those? Just one
0: of those, and i have never had it in before, and I thought, try that one. Yeah, I'll
1: definitely have to add that to my list. It sounds very interesting.
0: Admittedly, Sainsbury's do a better selection of those beers, though, (laughs) uh, but but Sainsbury's is just that bit further.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just a a bit too much of a trek. A bit too much of a trek.
0: Anyway, I've actually forgotten for the last two weeks, you're about to listen to the trailer... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I forgot the last two weeks and I just i, I realised this morning while I was just checking that the podcast was okay on Spotify, we, I, I listened up to the bit where I'm usually say, here's the trailer, and I never said it and I realised, oh, I haven't said it for two weeks. Yeah, it's flipped my mind too. Same. So anyway, here's the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. It's an instinct. <laughs>
1: feeling. The force brought us together. We're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them.
0: People keep telling me they know me.
1: No one does. But I do. No you're coming together this is your undoing. What
0: uh what are you doing there, three PO taking one last look, sir, at my friends. <laughs> fear. It's the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. Okay, that was the trailer. Yep. Jamie, the film overall, what did you think?
1: So, I, I'm always a mixed bag with this. So, overall, the film, I enjoy watching it. I like the action in the film. I like the storyline of the film on its own. Uh, for me, the main issue has always been—I said this a few times—it. Do- I don't see how Episode Eight there's any relevance. To what happens in episode nine at all? I don't see how it sets anything up, other than maybe Ray going and having some training, and um, Snoke getting off and Kylo Ren being in charge. There's there's so many other reasons for. It. I mean, I I watched this and I felt like I'd missed a film when I first yeah, watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a bit like, yeah, I I kind of I know the characters, I know where they're at in their stories, but it didn't really follow on from episode 8 in terms of there could have been anything in that film happening before and this film would still make sense <laughs> or we'd still we wouldn't watch it and think hang on that contradicts that that's that's my thing I enjoy the film as a whole on it's own I think it's got good pacing I think the action's quite good I like the characters in it I like the dialogue in it as well apart from some scenes <laughs> 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 Some scenes, somehow, some scenes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, but no, I, I, I do enjoy the film. What about yourself? You know what? I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I put it on, and I, I
0: just expected because I remember when I, went, I went to see it twice. I think I went to see it with um, some of my mates, and then I went to see it with Rachel afterwards. And I remember being whelmed, not overwhelmed not underwhelmed i was whelmed Whelmed. but (laughs) i put it on and immediately my brain just went oh this is good
1: yeah i was the Uh, same i was like i was trying to so i tend to watch it during the week whilst i'm working whilst i'm writing up my reports i have it in the background and usually i can kind of just take it in by listening to it and i'm just you know what's going on but with this i was like oh, no, I want to actually watch my screen and just kinda leave my laptop to the side for a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> um, I I, yeah, I really like the film as a standalone film. Yeah, yeah, as, a, as a film, I think it's really good. My only concern is that, and it's not even so much with this film, I suppose, it's more with The Last Jedi, that it it feels like it connects well and has the same vibe as Episode Seven. But yeah. I, I know it's because there was a different director. We went, we went back to J.J. J. Abrams, so obviously it's going to have the same vibe because it's the same director. Yeah, I felt I, like it could have been yeah. episode eight. Do you know what I mean? Then we could have set up a really good episode nine. Yeah, it, it could like, have Tweets been a few bits in it. Yeah, exactly. Rather than them, so. kill it, rather than them finding out oh Palpatine's back and how he yeah, got back, somehow. we could have had oh we're going to have Snoke as the main villain. We find out his backstory and why he's there, and then Kylo Ren gets his redemption and they go and get Snoke. That's what I said last week. That would have been a really good redemption for him. It would have, been and then really, episode really nine it's a separate film where they go after whoever um, but, you know I thought it was really good yeah it, now
0: I when I was watching it well, when it sort of got to the end I sat there and I thought that was very fast paced yeah and I think the reason why it's so fast paced and it just zips between all these scenes <laughs> is because this film was meant to be two films
1: I think so. I
0: I think think this this was J.J.
1: Abrams' initial...
0: This is his trilogy. This is everything. And there were
1: so many things he wanted in Episode 8 that didn't go in there. So he just squished them into this film. But obviously there would have been things like Rey meeting Luke and things like that. Um, And I can't help but feel, because there's a scene that I'm sure we'll discuss later where Luke says about a Jedi's weapon deserving more respect. And obviously in Episode 8 he threw it over his shoulder... I think that was J. J. Abrams trying to say to Ryan Johnson, "You've ruined Luke's character."
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine it is like because I bet you J. J. Abrams was like when he watched the Last
1: Jedi. I bet he thought, "Yeah, Luke would never he's... do that."
0: Oh, and oh my God, he's killed Luke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah, I think I think there were things that he didn't want to happen. In episode eight that did, and he kind of tried to make a dig at them. But also, yeah, all the things that he thought, well, these will add to a story. Like he probably wanted to bring Palpatine back in episode eight we couldn't do you know i mean all these all these different things yeah i can imagine so that's that's how i felt overall was that it was almost like a missing piece to the puzzle and there was lots in there but it felt almost just like crammed in like we need to get this in and that's how somehow people returned
0: some somehow he did
1: return. a few hours to explain (laughs) it (laughs) exactly i i still enjoyed it way more than last jedi though yeah oh it was it was a really good film but as i said it's just like it's a shame he didn't do the full trilogy because i think we we might actually look back on the sequel and be like yeah that was because i think that's the main issue with the sequels is they don't fit well together
0: yeah that's the i think that's the only thing like i think individually if we didn't know that they were connected and you just went watch this film you'd probably go that was good yeah
1: but, but as a trilogy they don't work
0: i think it's just especially the middle one as well that it's it changes the pace and throws it off balance. Different pace, not as not as not as fun. It's just a bit depressing. Yeah. Anyway, Resort, we're not here to yeah. talk about. We're I'm not. stopping you, Jamie. We're not here to talk about the Last Jedi. No. We're here to talk about the Rise of Skywalker, which I will still stand by. That is the worst name of any of the films. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not fantastic. It's a not bit, a good name. It's it's, forgettable.
1: All the other films are a bit like the names are a little bit cryptic, aren't they? Like The Force Awakens. And, and Revenge of the Sith, like it kind of suggests what's happening, but with this, it's like the Rise of Skywalker. It's like you almost expected someone to come out with a line like, "No, I have risen, and I am a Skywalker." For this is the Rise of Skywalker, because of how cheesy the name I is. Mean, to be fair, we almost do at the end. end. We, we are, <laughs> um But I felt like just putting the name Skywalker into a film title in Star Wars was just a bit a bit bait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, we're gonna get into it. So we have an opening crawl,
0: and we already get a little mystery. It's like, oh, there's a, there's a big mysterious broadcast which has um, happened across across the universe, and tune in on the wireless on yeah, channel sixty six to hear. Yeah, to hear Emperor Palpatine back from the dead, and then it just talks about sort of like General Leia and that she's dispatched a lot of people across the galaxy to get information for her, and Kylo Ren who is now the supreme leader of the First Order after, obviously, the death of Snoke. And he is looking for Palpatine. And we start off with a... I really, honestly, I think this is what made the film for me. It got me straight into it. Just that slow motion, just battle scene of just Kylo Ren slow motioning... Everywhere and killing all of these strange creatures to try and find the wayfinder, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: and I love the bit where, even though he's got this ridiculously powerful lightsaber in his hand that's really medicine. Rather than actually slicing through someone, he just, like, picks them up and choke slams them. Yeah, it's brilliant, (laughs) You expect, like, Jim Ross from WWE to come (laughs) in like, oh, God, start the match! (laughs) 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 Cold slam from hell! Um, (laughs) But no, he just, like... I I was a bit confused, like, why is he not just slice through him? But I think it's just to try and show how angry and full of rage and how determined he is to get what he wants. Yeah, he wants
0: to, like, get his hands Um, around them and kill them with his hands. And
1: I love Kylo Ren. I think he's such a fantastic character. I I think he's great. The mask's a bit cheesy, but... um, On the whole, I love Kylo Ren.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love him. So he basically... I don't even know what planet he's on. So he's on a planet and he kills all these people and he finds this little thing in a little box which is called a Wayfinder. And that is... There's only been two of them made, which we find out later on. And we find that it's taking him to a planet called Exegol and he ends up getting there. And it's really... The visuals in this film are brilliant. It they are, aren't they? The cinematography is really good. It is very, very good, and it's basically he goes into a big, a big rhomboid. <laughs> 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 he he goes in and he goes down this big sort of shoot elevator thing. There's all these statues, and you hear the voice of Palpatine, and there's all these Snoke's in
1: jars. <laughs> there are, aren't there? find are. that Snoke was basically it was like, "I made Snoke." I mean, you see how... He, oh, it doesn't mean that he, like, made Snoke into who he is. He literally made Snoke. He built yeah. it. <laughs> like a Lego set.
0: Yeah, he did. He's literally like a Lego set. And, uh, yeah, Potential so... Potential Grogu DNA, y'all. Ooh, exactly. So, I mean, I, I hope they don't go into that, because, I mean, I, I, no, I wouldn't just... be like, ooh, that's great. Like, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. better to be like some ancient magics, isn't it? I mean, that was a stupid line, but we'll get to that later on. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, <laughs> Palpatine decides to. Not Palpatine. Kylo comes face to face with Palpatine at this point, and he's. Palpatine's looking a bit rough. He's sort of like blind. He's attached to a machine, and he's like, his fingers
1: haven't fully formed, have they? No, they're like. He, he's only got like half fingers. And he's yeah, it's like he's growing. End. Yeah, and I I do love the little throwback line. <laughs> the oh, yes, side of the yes. Is halfway to mini-, mini abilities, some considered to be unnatural. I was I mean, like, yes, and then you... Revenge of a Sith Throwback. But yes, then you please. also
0: get the lightning at that point. It's like...
1: You do. It's, it's, like, so, it's good. so it's so brilliant the way it, uh, i remember watching it at the cinema. And I, I was like that Leonardo's kept me like, and um, there's another one which we'll discuss towards the end that he says as well, which I don't know if you picked up on. You probably did, um, but I did as well because I, again, I had the subtitles on, so every little thing that said, I see it. and I'm like, oh, he whoa. said that. Um, so yeah, no, that was a great little scene, but it was a bit like, oh, okay, Palpatine's back, just just like that. Yeah, just that somehow he's back. Appeared out oh, of nowhere. So yeah, exactly. And he now, I
0: don't know if he's is he using the force or is he just communicating with somebody. He like raises his hands and all the star destroyers come out of the planet's surface into the sky. I can't tell if he was lifting them with the force or he was just communicating with someone to go
1: get him up. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I imagine a bit of both. Maybe no he's sending idea. a message through the force, and then someone goes, "Oh, there's the message." And press yeah, the button,
0: exactly. He's like, press the button, and there we go. Now, basically, Palpatine talks Kylo around to being like, "Go and kill Rey," doesn't he?
1: Yeah, basically makes him his new apprentice, doesn't he? Almost Pretty much. Like, uh, he's like, "Oh, my dear boy, I could offer you everything." Um, he's like, "Kill the girl," and says, um, "You don't, you don't know who she is, or something." Um, And we're like, oh, Albertine knows who Rey is. Mm, We don't know who Rey is at this point, point. we think she's
0: just no one. We do think she's no one, and it would be really weird if it turned out like that. Mm. (laughs) It would be really (laughs) really weird. So, meanwhile, we cut across to the old Finn, Poe, and Chewbacca, and they're flying the ship around. It's a really, really cool bit of them flying this ship. And they're trying to meet a resistance informant who basically tells them that there is a spy in the first order and we don't know who this spy is yet and he's his name definitely doesn't rhyme with flommel Fleeson. Uh, and <laughs> he, and the person the informant is voiced by the one and only marcus hamilton oh did you notice this it's mark hamill no, i didn't yeah I so didn't he's doing that. like his best joker voice no i didn't notice that hmm yeah, he plays. It's it's he does like the Joker voice that he does. Yeah. No, I didn't pick up on that. That's mm, so fantastic. So technically, he's in the film, not in ghost form. Oh, oh there we go. Oh yeah. yeah so there, we go. <laughs> he's in the film. Fun fact. Anyway, fun fact for the day. Now. What happens now is a load of Tie Fighters come and the Falcon have to has to like sort of fly away, and there's this big big little space battle of them trying to fly away, and it's a really well choreographed scene with like the the Falcon flipping around and then firing things to drop on all the ships. It's really really cool, and then they start to what do they say? Is it light
1: speed skip? It's hyper Oh, it's, it's something skipping, isn't it? I didn't light write skipping. it down. Oh, like, I light forgot speed the name skipping. of it. I oh, know, I want to say it was a bit more punchy than that. That, that sounds a bit too. It is let me have like, a look. I is it just light I'm skipping thinking. or or hyperdrive skipping? Light speed
0: skipping. Let's have a look. Hyperspace skipping, that's what it's it called. It was
1: hyperspace skipping, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so they start doing that, and I really like this bit. So if you, do, if you haven't seen the film or you don't remember it or you don't know what this means, it's basically them putting the Falcon into hyperspace, hyperdrive, light speed mode and it they go for about 10 seconds, stop, go for 10 seconds, stop, go to 10 seconds, stop, go for 10 seconds, stop. And every time they stop, they're in a random place in the universe and some of them are really weird. One of them's like Cloud City, but everything's multiplied.
1: Yeah, because there were two two falcons weren't they like mirrored yeah it's really weird yeah really strange really but strange really, but that was a I, cool feature
0: yeah i really like that scene though now they they do ultimately end up back all safe so not to worry about that but we do cut now to it's i've written it down and i don't know if i've written it down correctly i didn't double check um asian
1: Kloss. agent Kloss. yeah Aging, aging class. aging, yeah. That's correct,
0: yeah. Yeah, so that's sort of the new hub for the Resistance, and Ray is learning the Force. She has a conversation with Leia. Um, I've got one complaint with Leia. What is Her it? face looks flat. Is that because it was CGI'd? Yes, but it doesn't look 3D. D. bit 2D. It yeah. looks... Honestly, sometimes I thought I was just looking at a picture. It was very strange.
1: Hmm. Suppose well, they did the best they could. they mm. I mean, Disney and Ator are bad for CGI at the moment, aren't they? Um oh, so I mean, I...
0: you can repeat that forever because that is going to change at the moment. It's very bad
1: at the moment. Looking at you, Marvel. <laughs> um, I know. I, I didn't really notice that. To be fair, um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I, I Ra- believe you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I just noticed it a couple of times. So Ray's basically a bit frustrated, isn't she? Because, um. She's her training's going okay, but I think internally she wants to be out there helping the resistance, yeah, and Leia is her master
1: she is um she tells Ray to do something and ray um, tells Ray to do something, and Ray says yes, master,
0: yeah, so like we said last time, we didn't really see much of Leia's training, so I don't actually know how proficient she would be with the force to be honest,
1: well, it gets kind of revealed later on that she'd basically finished her training, hadn't she. Yeah. And then she decided to kind of not become a Jedi.
0: Yeah, which is disappointing, so it'd have been really cool to see. So at this point, the Falcon returns, doesn't it? Well, actually, there's a little vision before, isn't there? So Rey has a little vision and Kylo Ren's there, and a tree drops on BB-8. <laughs> and
1: he loses one of his little panels on the front, doesn't he? He does, and he doesn't look too Poor damaged. He doesn't look too no. damaged, but um Not po... as much as Poe makes out. <laughs> yeah,
0: Poe's really annoyed, so the Falcon returns, they all get off and they all have a big hug, and Ray is immediately arguing with Poe for some reason.
1: Yeah, so she's mad about the Falcon um, because he's obviously been doing the skipping and it's damaged the Falcon. And then he's mad at her, because BB-8's damaged.
0: <laughs> exactly. So everybody's mad at each other. And then we get to this little place where we have a big meeting. The All the Resistance has a big meeting. And it's revealed that Palpatine is back. And we get the the, the best line ever written for any film ever, which is, Jamie, take it away. Somehow, Palpatine returned. My, <laughs> My voice God. cracked then. Honestly, I think it's because I, I felt I, so bad saying it. I, I didn't even notice. So somehow, I'm actually using the word somehow, somehow in a multi-million dollar Hollywood movie, somebody wrote the line, somehow Palpatine returned.
1: And that was that's... maybe J.J. Abrams having a little dig like, well, if you wanted to know how, should you let me do the last film. Yeah. And that made it into the film.
0: Now, it. I didn't actually mind it as much as I did the first couple of times
1: to be honest no I think the first couple of times it was a bit like oh come on but I think we've just accepted now that he's back and yeah. we understand the politics a bit more and that maybe he was just trying to fit in everything that he wanted to from the old film yeah um, but then we, we have it, it's uh, it's Dominic Monaghan isn't it it is Dominic um, Monaghan of Lord uh, of the Rings Merry, is, yes. is it Mary played? he's not Pippin is he is Merry? he is um, um, let me just have a
0: search um, I'm sure he's Merry. Dom Dominic Monaghan, let's see. He did play. Merry, well done.
1: Yep. Yeah. And that's for someone who's Mary. not even watched Lord of the Rings. What? I've seen bits and pieces of them, but I've never watched them in their entirety.
0: It's cool. Honestly, now, I was I was just about to say maybe we should do it for this, but we have just had a
1: conversation that um, doing two and a half hours isn't great. <laughs> no, it can be quite difficult. Quite difficult. Um, oh. He says about it being ancient Sith magics and cloning, doesn't he? He does, and that's a stupid. And he's like, "Oh, he's like, oh, ancient Sith magic, cloning." Yeah. I'd, I'd never noticed he was in the film that I watched. Him. I went, hang on, Because I? Um, it's been it's been doing the rounds again recently on TikTok. The interview he, the joke like the prank interview he did with um Elijah Wood on the DVD where he oh, plays yeah. like a German um, reporter. Yep. And he, he says things like, "Will you wear wigs? <laughs> <laughs> when will you wear wigs?" When um, is the
0: week's coming?
1: I, I think the best thing about it, I won't go on about it too long, but the best thing about the interview is, like, you did a movie called uh, Flipper with a dolphin. <laughs> and he's like, the, the dolphin is dead. Did you know that? And Elijah was like, no, no, I didn't. He goes, yes, died in a car accident. <laughs> 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 and Elijah Wood's just like bursting out laughing. It and you see like... when when he reveals that it's him doing the interview at the end it's Dan Manahan. He's like, "Oh my god, I knew it." Um it sounds like a, like a Borat sketch. It's it's it literally is. I don't have you seen that before?
0: I haven't. I need to have a look Oh, at that.
1: it is the most hilarious thing. <laughs> I will I will send it to you. remind Please me to send do. it to you when we're done. It is honestly it's about 10 minutes long of him just pretending cuz Elijah Wood can't see it's like a remote interview and he can't see who's doing it and he's pretending to be this like terrible reporter. And he just says the most outrageous things and Elijah Wood just can't control himself. And can, he thinks it's a real interview. and um, yeah, He uh, snuck his way into the film. He says ancient Sith magic and cloning and they just go, yeah, this random person who we, we don't have a clue who he is, he said something about how one of the most powerful forces in the galaxy returned. We'll just take his word for it. Yeah, they do. They're like, yeah,
0: that must be true. Let's move hmm. on, and that's basically what what they do. They do basically move on. Now, so the resistance um, decide find out that they basically need to get to Exegol to destroy the fleet before it's released into the wor- into the universe, into the universe, into the galaxy, the galaxy to which is going to take over everything. Uh, C three PO then decides to explain that there are actually no maps that are that that lead there. There's nothing on any of the star charts. But then Ray suddenly remembers that she read something in the Jedi text which she took from Achoo! Um there <laughs> um Luke Luke um he failed to search um for a Sith wayfinder. So basically Luke was searching for a Sith wayfinder and he never never found it because he sort of had a probably a feeling or knew that Palpatine was still out there somewhere and some yeah. in, in some remnants, so he tried to find them. Uh so she finds this book and they decide to go and find Exegol, don't they? And they find that the Wayfinder is most likely going to be on a planet called pasana but my um autocorrect has corrected it to Passata. <laughs> so so <laughs> uh, not it's a big not... ball of
1: tomato sauce
0: it is pretty much some just a uh, big carton of 35p tesco zone Passata. that's where they're going to find the, the the sif wayfinder <laughs> so leia agrees with ray basically that she can go she's like yeah you can finish your training just go so then finn Chewie, Poe, BBA, and C3PO, who I, I I appreciate has a massive role in this film.
1: He does, he really does.
0: He's my favourite character in this film. Incredible. He's fantastic. Incredible. Anthony ah, Daniels. Serpent! It, oh I love it. he's like, <laughs> Serpent! Serpent! It's so good. So they all basically insist on coming along with her, and she's like, no, I must go. Uh Rose gets left behind. Um <laughs> because i think jj James yeah. probably didn't know what to do with her no r2d2 also gets left behind but he's just sort of helping out on the base isn't he and he's been replaced by bb8 and then they all sort of go to the falcon and fly away now kylo then gets his helmet repaired and he has these cool red lines
1: down it now doesn't he they're very cool little stripes and uh, Hux huck's it, doesn't he i well, like the he... helmet <laughs> yeah he... Well, he he says he does yeah, Ren senses he doesn't. Yeah, he
0: just so no one says anything, and he's stood at the end of that table, isn't he? And he's and, he, and he's like, mm, General Hawks, I said something, and he turns around and he's like, he's like mm, No, I like the helmet. It's fine. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. And doesn't, <laughs> doesn't one of the other generals just go? I think it suits you. Or
1: something. Yeah, like I that. think so. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets a bit mad because there's the, he, he's talking to him about how there's a spy and he's throwing someone about and. Oh yes, yeah. so very he, moody.
0: Choke slams that guy force-wise, not with his hand. This Oh into God, the stop table. the match! <laughs> yeah, my God, stop the match! He's already dead, stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so good. So yeah, so he tells them basically that there's a spy, and General Pride who is played by a man who I forgot his name. Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant. There we go. Who also played, played the who, intelligence in Doctor Who. Yes, he did. And also in Loki, most recently, he played classic Loki. Hey. Who is basically the Loki in the costume that he wears in the comics. And he's incredible in that show. So He's you a very watched, good actor. If you haven't watched Loki, go and watch it just for Richard E. Grant. Now, so General Pride, stare at each other accusingly. So... Basically, you can see in their eyes that they're accusing each other. But at this point, you don't really realise who it is. It could be anyone still at this point. And I I remember the first time I watched it, and I didn't think it would be anyone
1: on that table. No, me neither. I thought it would be someone completely random. Like I don't know, somehow Han Solo came back. Um, somehow, or it was going to be traitor. <laughs> yeah, that guy.
0: Who is <laughs> also a traitor. And we find well, out. Phasma later... was still alive somehow. Oh, whoa. Well, can you imagine? But can you imagine if we found out that traitor was still alive? And it was and actually Plot. It was Plot, <laughs> But it was actually just like a strange speech impediment that he had. And he couldn't say traitor without going like, traitor. And he goes, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just. I can't believe I traitor. To the Sith. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and they were like, oh, right. So you weren't just shouting it. It was just, you couldn't control it. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to move on. So he's informed them all that as a spy. They're all accusing each other, basically. And then Kylo force chokes somebody onto a table. And then he says, we've got to go and hunt Ray down. And he's going to take his bloody Knights of Wren with him.
1: Yeah, and they go off, don't they?
0: They do, they go off on their bloody jollies. And finally, the Falcon has landed on Posada. And <laughs> the crew, what do they find? You give us a tell, what do they find,
1: Jamie? Well, they find, first of all, a big party. <laughs> it's the biggest party of the year. Massive, everyone seems like they're just completely oblivious to the fact that there's some new empire right in the galaxy, and they're all just chilling with holding their babies up in the air. Woohoo! Um, and then they come across don't they um, a rather unexpected but welcomed visitor am I allowed to say um, or am I getting a bit mean... too ahead of myself you're not getting too ahead of yourself you go ahead we get a uh, Billy D. Williams don't we
0: honestly I-, I remember the first time I watched this and
1: I actually went yes yes <laughs> he's in it Lando yes! What and what? what is Lando Carusian? What's his title? Oh, oh my god. Don't test me. You just say it. Just say it. The smoothest man
0: in the galaxy. The smoothest man in the galaxy. (laughs) Of course he's the bloody smoothest man in the galaxy. And, as we discussed last week, finally, not the only black person in the galaxy.
1: Yeah, it's so good for them to actually add a bit of racial diversity. Finally. Finally. Um, Even if China didn't didn't like it. Sorry, China. We're probably on some of your platforms. Mm, Yeah, sorry about that. But, you know... (laughs) Don't, Don't be, be racist. racist. Don't be racist. <laughs> uh,
0: honestly, I loved seeing Billy D. Williams back in the role. And I just appreciated that he was just being Lando, as smooth and as cool as ever. And he's still got the mustache going on. It's got a little bit of grey in it, but he looks cool. Like, he's
1: great. What a great actor. He's Billy still Lando. He's still exactly the same as he was. He's just he's... older. Whereas with, with Han, they made him act older, didn't they? Yeah, he's a bit more grumpy, a bit more. Whereas Billy D. Williams is like, well, hello there. He just, um, <laughs> he's just still normal Lando. I keep calling him Billy D. Williams, I should call him Lando Carusian. No, Car- it's one of my gerbils is named Lando after him. <laughs> we well, might um,
0: say one of your beer gerbils is called Billy D. Williams.
1: No. No. One of them. one of them is called Lando, partly after Lando Carrizian Ah Lando right. Forest for Formula one. Um but but still, um, <laughs> we have Lando Carusian, And uh, he's
0: like the new Jimmy Smiths. We don't yes. say
1: we don't say Bale or Garner, we say Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Smith. Um, and he's there, and he gives them some little info, doesn't he? And he doesn't know s- what's about.
0: Yeah, so basically, he tells them that him and Luke were actually together, didn't he? Hmm. I think that's like not not like in a, not not together. <laughs> like they were <laughs> they were hunting a Sith. No, they're hunting a Jedi
1: hunter or something, weren't they? Something like that. I can't.
0: Yeah, remember Yeah, exactly. so they were hunting this person down who. Ochi I've written it down here so the Ochi that was uh, or it Ochi Ochi or Ochi anyway so they 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 were hunting this person called Ochi or I'm gonna say Ochi they were hunting Ochi down and they finally got to Pisana but they couldn't actually find out where he'd gone so that they knew he'd landed in a ship but they found his ship abandoned and then they didn't know where he went and they knew that he had a Sith wayfinder so that they could find out where palpatine now was and where where they could find him and where to get get to a sith wayfinder now he tells ray and the gang that this is where the ship is you need to go and find it now so they basically run out and they the first order find them don't they so all the stormtroopers start to arrive and they get onto a ship and i didn't know this but they fly now
1: they fly now. They fly um, now. And uh, I know that John Boyega was actually really mad about that in the interview where they're discussing it. And then he's just sat there like, they've been doing that since the Clone Wars. They have been um, doing it since the Clone Wars. He was fuming because John Boyega's actually a massive Star Wars fan. Um, but that was just so cheesy. Oh, they fly now. They fly now. They fly now. Oh, I had to say it, it yeah, three times. It was. I know. It, it, it was. It was. It was funny when C three PO went, "Oh, they fly now," um, because he might not have seen it. Cause he had his memory wiped after Episode Three, uh, and the the Imperial Stormtroopers didn't tend to fly so much that we really saw at the time. At least, maybe not what C three PO saw. No, didn't fact, they're all like, "Oh, did. they fly now." Um,
0: just a bit cheesy, wasn't it? Pretty much. So basically, they're being chased, aren't they, by these jetpack? Troopers. Jet Troopers, yeah. Jet Troopers, yeah, and they end up basically killing them all, um, as happens in all these Star Wars films. Savages! Exactly, and then they crash, (laughs) and they land in this weird black quicksand, and they fall through, and, uh,
1: they're fine. (coughs) Yeah, they're perfectly fine. It's a bit like Devil's Snare, isn't
0: it? Pretty much.
1: And you fall straight through, but then we (laughs) see 3PO sees something, doesn't he? Oh no, they find something, they find something.
0: They do. So they find the body of Ochi, don't they? They do. He's down there. He's dead. And on him, <laughs> they find a dagger. Now, this is the bit of the film which I think, if it was, if this was split up into two films, J.J. Abrams would have put this knife in as a as a thing that that was the big MacGuffin of something that they had to find. But yeah, they just find this knife and they're like, oh. And C-3PO is like, I've, I can, I can see
1: that it's bloody
0: Sith. Am I getting ahead? Is that later
1: on? No, that's right here. So he's and like, he refuses like, to translate it. Yes,
0: yeah, so he's like, I can't. He's like, yeah. So basically, C-3PO like, oh,
1: you, you, you can speak this many languages and you can't read it. And he goes, oh no, I, I have read it. <laughs> he's, he's like, but mm, by um. But my programming b-
0: forbids me to, to actually say it to you um and what's his name poe Poe's <laughs> like well that's ironic isn't it it's yeah. like, he's like when we the one time we want you to talk and you can't so he can't <laughs> translate it because it's in sith and his programming says that he's not allowed to talk sith and they do there's like a little throwaway line in the background and it says something like the in the republic senate it was like passed that in and law that yeah that translator droids couldn't actually say, speak in ancient Sith.
1: Yeah, it was in the old Senate. They did a little throwback to the prequels, didn't they? Which was really, really nice. Now, anyway, you carry on with this because this is one
0: of your favourite bits.
1: <laughs> so basically, we stop watching Star Wars at this point and we start watching Harry Potter episode... Uh, no, sorry, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Harry Potter <because> episode one! <laughs> a giant snake comes out. And does, it's it, like it, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, it's a bit like the Basilisk. And uh, it's hissing at them and they're all a bit scared. Ray ignites a lightsaber, powers his blaster out, so does Finn, and then c 3 P.O. Serpent! 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 <laughs> are all scared with his arms up as he does. And then Ray suddenly decides actually, I'm a parcel tongue.
0: She doesn't. <laughs> she, she, honestly, she's wrapped that tongue up in a nice little bow, and it's, she's a parcel tongue, and she can somehow speak to the snake.
1: Yeah, so um, she hands her lightsaber to Finn and kind of gestures to them, just to chill out a bit, just Stay calm, and she goes up to the serpent. The serpent very calmly, and notices a wound on it, and yes. kills the serpent with the force. The um, force, and the serpent then leaves him alone. Basically, doesn't oh. it?
0: Pretty much. So she heals it with the Force. And this is the first time we've seen it in live action, like healing with the Force. And obviously this is a thing that Palpatine said that would be able to sort of like reverse death and stop it and heal people. And yeah, because people were
1: mad about that, weren't they? They're, oh, how come she can do it when she's only had so much training? But And it's because
0: it's natural. It's, yeah. it's within her character. I think the Force has a lot to do with a
1: person's character. Yeah. but She's but also...
0: loving and caring and wants to keep
1: things alive. So yeah. that's a
0: part of her power
1: set people complain that obi-wan didn't heal Wagon Jin when he got, had the exact well you know when he had a wound um I'm saying all them seeing Ray force heal throughout the film, but the thing is she we, we do find out later on who she is, and the lineage she comes from has been studying the power to cheat death and exactly. preserve life so it, it's kind of explained through that isn't it?
0: pretty much explained through that. So we're going to carry on um because I'm wary about time and there's we're only like <laughs> 40 minutes into the film.
1: Oh we'll just have <laughs> so to any- quickly quickly zoom through like we did last Honestly,
0: week. we're going to bloody zoom through, don't you worry boys and girls. We're going to we're going to zoom through this bit. So anyway, so they end up getting out of that place and the knights of Ren are all there. They um Chewie has the dagger in his hand. He's captured by the Knights of Ren and then Kylo Ren turns up on the planet and there's this really cool bit where does a backflip and slices this thing off. And that is cool. <laughs> it is very cool. And Chewie is put into the back of this transport and it's put into the air. And as an audience member, the first time you're watching it, you think, oh my God, Chewie's on that transport because they only visually show you one of them taking off. Yeah, you genuinely and think he's on there, don't
1: you? You do genuinely think it. And Ray
0: uses the force to try and pull it down to the sky town down from the sky and then kylo comes in from the other side uses the force it's in the middle and
1: having a little tug of war aren't they
0: yes and they're in a bit of tug of war and Ray gets really annoyed and we get a little clue to her lineage at this point
1: yeah um lightning shoots straight out of her hand and, and absolutely blows up the... massive bolt of lightning isn't it yeah huge it just shoots out and it just blows up the transport and you just suddenly think Chewie, and they're all screaming like they're all <laughs> screaming, aren't they? Like Chewie, um, and then Poe's like, "We gotta go, we gotta go," and then Ray's just like, just just kind of doddles off with them, and that confused me. But I'm like, "Hang on, so Kylo Ren could stop this massive cruiser with the Force, and he didn't even look like he was trying that hard." He obviously, was fighting with Ray was where the struggle was. Yeah, but he just is able to watch her, who's probably only about a hundred meters away stroll off and get on a pl- uh, ship and fly away but it's star wars we, we let these
0: things lie don't we we do let these things lie. um i'm trying to think of what happens next where's my notes here we go so <laughs> so they all leave the planet they're all mourning for chewy and they decide to go to another planet called kojimi don't they and they do. on on the planet kojimi is because there is probably i think, I've, Hazard, I guess, that you're one of your favourite characters in all of Star Wars?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The one, the only, Babu Frick. Babu Frick! (laughs) So they
0: go to Kajimi because there's Babu Frick, who is like a master droids bloke, and he can sort of hack into C-3PO and get him to actually speak the codes of the Sith so they can find out where this Wayfinder is and where to go and what planet to use the dagger to find where to go and he ends up doing it and they find out that it's somewhere in the endor system don't they
1: they do and they make a little <clears throat> mention about oh that's where the last war ended um and yeah they know they need to go there and find it pretty much
0: yeah so the first order arrive on kojimi uh and they all start attacking everywhere ray senses at this point isn't she that uh chewy He's actually alive. He's not dead. Spoiler alert, everyone Chewie's not dead. And she realizes that there must have been some two different transports that she did, um, and she destroyed the wrong one. And they decide to use this medallion that someone called um, Zori Bliss has, which basically allows you to land in anywhere. And they're going to go up and use the falcon, and they're going to get, they're going to rescue Chewie from the ship above, aren't they?
1: They do, and they go up there, and. um... They're looking for Chewie. They manage to use com- uses Jedi mind tricks, doesn't she, to get the stormtroopers to tell them where Chewie is, and then they start going. And then they shoot the cameras on the way. A little throwback to a New Hope when I they like that shoot bit. the it's cameras good. in the cell block. Um, but then she senses that there's something else there, doesn't she? But she needs she to does. go. Do she just gets a feeling that she needs to go? So she buggers off. <laughs> she does, and she leaves them to go and rescue Chewie. And I love the bit where they run into where Chewie is. And he and does they it, do, oh, and he's yeah. like, "Of course, we came for you." And Chewie, I just made me think, oh, Chewie's like, oh my god, you guys came for me!" Like he's surprised that they actually he came.
0: You must have thought he was going to die, though. It's like, what are the chances that they're going to like board that Imperial ship and actually rescue him?
1: Well, yeah, but they do. And then um, Ray finds Kylo Ren's little bedroom um with his yeah, little yes. posters up on the and wall the and the, the Vader helmet. He bears in the bed. I love that every time they show the Vader helmet. Because Ray goes up to it, doesn't she? Yes. They very faintly play the Imperial March. In the yes, room. I noticed that. Uh, that was really cool. But then she also finds Chewie's belongings, his his belt and his uh, his crossfire, I think are there. His bowcaster. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then also the uh, the dagger, the the wayfinder. Well, not yes, the wayfinder, exactly. but the dagger, which is essentially a wayfinder, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Pretty much. So yeah. And then her and Kylie have a forced dyad fight, don't they? So they can basically they fight each other when they're not with each other.
1: Yeah, and then he uh, he realises where she is. Realises
0: where she is, gets in his ship and starts to fly off towards them. And meanwhile, Finn, Poe, Chewie get um, captured, don't they? And, they do. Well, they get captured, but Hook saves them. And reveals that General Hook's Donald it, yes, <laughs> is the spy. Um, he doesn't care whether or not the Resistance wins. He just wants to sabotage the First Order because he basically hates Kylo
1: Ren. Yeah, because there's that little line, isn't there? It's like, "Why are you helping us?" And it's like, "I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo Ren to lose." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, su- it's
0: such. A- I love. I love him. I think it's such a, w- a bit of a wasted character, though. But I think he got a bit yeah. of service in the Last Jedi.
1: Yeah, I think his character was very good, and I, I found it quite... I was like, oh, I hated him, but also loved him at the same time. Yeah. And when he was like, it's me, I'm the spy, I'm like, oh, you poor little soul. You just, oh. you just, you're just one of those kids that get bullied at school, and they finally get the chance to get their own back on their bullies. And I'm like, it yeah, was, I, I respect it, that. It was unexpected, though. I do remember the first yeah. time watching it and going like, what? Because <gasps> he was so dedicated to the First Order.
0: Um, Especially in that first one, where he's doing like that Nazi rally, and it is um... today
1: is my birthday. Have you seen <laughs> that that remake? I have seen that remake. Yeah, and everyone holds up the presents. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. If you haven't seen that, go and search it up, guys. Just search up first order. Today is my birthday, and you'll find it. It's very um, very good. Oh, it's incredible. But, uh, yeah, it was him all along, and um, Finn has to shoot him in the leg, doesn't he, so that they don't think he is a spy. Yeah,
0: and General you, Pride kills him anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, he comes in and goes, Ah, I have information about the spy, blah, blah, blah. The rebels are doing this, and he goes, Thank you, and then just shoots him and goes, Found our spy. <laughs> exactly. And like, all what, the what while. A quick death. <laughs> I know, very quick death. It's a bit
0: wasted. It seemed, it's almost as if it should have gone over two separate films. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Ray has also just escaped on the Falcon with Finn Poe, chewy 3 Pierre, BBA, and brand new droid, Dio. Cone, who Cone is. I love,
1: <laughs> he's great. Yeah, he?
0: yeah. <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> Reminds me a bit of like the same personality as Forky in Toy Story Four. Yeah, you know, honestly,
0: I I absolutely love it. Well, is it the, this is the bit where they're talking about where Chewy? They think Chewy's dead, and he just goes sad. Yeah, <laughs> sad is <laughs> so good. Anyway, so they've all escaped. Hooks is dead. Palpatine has said, right, Kajimi, that's got to be bloody destroyed. Um, the first order is to follow all of the heroes that we've got. So all of Finn, Poe, Chewie, 3PO and everyone else, because they have got the dagger and they know exactly where to go. And the remains of the second Death Star are where they've got to go. And it's on an ocean moon, which is very, very close to Endor, which is their opportunity to put some Ewoks in, but they didn't.
1: No, th- well, we do see them briefly at the end. Um, spoilers. Which is incredible. Yeah, but they they could have had some more. But we we go to the it's Kijimi, isn't it? You said um, where the remain the Death Star remains are. Is that right? So no, So no, Kijimi, Kijimi was where Baby Frick was. What's, yeah, what's it called?
0: I don't know what it's called. It's um, I actually didn't write it down, which is annoying. But I know it's oh. an ocean. Mo- oh no, I've, ro- I've written down one of the people's names. No, it's just an ocean moon
1: Nit Yeah, so they arrive there and they meet some new allies, don't they?
0: They do meet some new allies, and they're all these, um, all these people, and they're led. Leg- Sorry, yes. it just came back to me. The Kef Yes, that's it. That's what it's called. And they find all these people, and they're led by someone called Janna, and they're basically all these people who ride on horses. Anyway, so they line up the sword, the dagger, which is really stupid, and it lines <laughs> up with really the ruin, the ruins of the Death Star, and they find exactly where they need to go, and it shows them exactly where Death Star Throne Room is and where they're going to find this wayfinder to Exegol. So basically, Rey is, is like, yep, I'm going to brave this ocean and I'm going to go all the way over there. So she goes over there and she has a vision of herself as a Sith.
1: She does, and there's the cool
0: double-bladed
1: lightsaber.
0: Which is incredible, and I wish we'd have got that. We could have done if
1: they used one of the old scripts. Oh, what could uh, of the have been... We might Alas, a... We just see a vision, do not we? Sorry, but yeah, we might do a special on that. Might might. Might,
0: might do a mini episode because there's a few videos out there. Mister Sunday Movies has got a really good like 15 minute animation which we could do a little mini episode on. But I think it's probably a better end to the films. But um, what we got was good anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, anyway, she goes over to the Death Star and she finds the Wayfinder, doesn't she?
1: She does, and then she also finds. Um... Kylo Ren, doesn't she?
0: Does and they have a big bloody bust up, which seems to be one of my favourite lines to say on any of these podcasts. But they have a podcasts, podcasts. They have a big Dude. bloody bust up, a big fight, and ultimately, doesn't
1: Kylo win or does Rey win? No, Rey wins. Rey um, wins, and he's so left
0: there. Yes, that's what happens.
1: Kylo Ren's about to, I think, finish Rey. And then Leia reaches out through the force, doesn't she? To and, and he senses it, like almost to like reach out to him. Yes. And he stops and then she just grabs his and he drops his lightsaber and she grabs it. Ray grabs it and just stabs him right through the chest with it. Yes, she does. And then he pulls and then she, while it's inside him, I think Leia dies at that second, doesn't she? Yes, that's She uses it. her last strength to extract him. And then pass and then as soon as she dies, once she she dies when Ray stabs him with the lightsaber and then yes, Ray senses it. Leia forces she...
0: out and it causes him to like hesitate, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and then Ray stabs him with the lightsaber, then we see Leia die. And then Ray Real like she senses that Leia's dying, she says Leia. And so she pulls the lightsaber out, sees Kylo red on the floor with this mortal wound in his chest, and, and heals him with the force yes and then she says to him i did want to take your hand i wanted to take ben's hand and then she just leaves and then he's Should've there just yeah and obviously he's kind of like reflecting like who am i what am i doing and then uh daddy appears
0: he does appear but before that we actually cut away before oh, we do get we? To that yeah so we go we go to she returns to act two doesn't she Act Two. yes and she um Basically she intends to exile herself there like Luke yes. did. Yeah, it's but she... she took
1: Carter and ship with a wayfinder and burnt yes. it. So
0: she basically tries to burn the lightsaber and basically destroy it, but then Luke's force ghost appears and he's like, Oi, what the hell are you bloody doing? And he tells yeah, her that this
1: weapon deserves Ex- more
0: respect. Exactly. And he tells her, like, basically what are you do him, this is a big mistake. You need to get out there and stop this because it's bigger than you, and you're the person who can stop this. And he gives her the lightsaber that was intended
1: for Leia, doesn't he? Yes. Sorry, I just had a coughing fit there. Hopefully that'll be edited out. I didn't actually hear it, so... He says, um... about Leia's saber and gives it to her. And she knows what it is, and he he says about how when she finished her training, she sensed what would happen with her child. Yes, she stopped stopped being a Jedi, yeah. Um... And she said one day someone will come along who will be able to use this lightsaber to finish what I've started or something to that effect. And Luke says that she'd want you to have this so take both lightsabers to Exegon. Yeah, and I'm she doesn't Palpatine. use both
0: at the same time which is very upsetting.
1: <laughs> she, she does at one point but not well, you know go in mean. dual wield like Ahsoka or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what
0: I mean. That's what I want. I want like a proper <laughs> dual will. That's what I want. Anyway, Luke is like, yep you've got a bloody ghost. So he lifts his TIE fighter, not TIE fighter, he lifts his X-Wing out of <laughs> the water, which is really, really cool. And then Ray's like, right, I'm going to bloody go to X-Gol. And then we get to the bit that like you said, Han Solo appears, who's potentially a Force ghost.
1: Potentially. There is a theory, isn't there, that he actually was Force sensitive. Yeah. Um,
0: like, I, I like to think that it is. Or it is a Force ghost. He's not Force sensitive. But because of how much he's... Because obviously the Force is meant to be sort of this living thing, and then there's the wills and everything like that. I yeah. like to think that because Han Solo did so much for the Force... But the Force he... is looking after him. Yes, the, the he he was one with the Force, the Force was with him. Yeah, so.
1: it could be. That, that could very much be the case. Or Kylo Ren used the Force himself because he needed guidance from his father potentially bring his father back as a force guys mm. either way yeah maybe he is or maybe he is just a figment of kylo ren's imagination and we have a, a touching moment and then we get the line that we heard just before he killed him which was i know what i have to do but i don't know if they have the strength to do it and han solo just says you do and he lobs his lightsaber into the sea even he though does. a jedi's weapon deserves more respect but i suppose he's not a jedi is he at this point and no um, he's definitely not and yeah, he he turns around. Han Solo's gone, and he, he gets to business, doesn't he?
0: He pretty much does. So Kylo to the First Order is presumed that dead now. So General Pride takes command of all the Sith on Exegol, and he destroys Kajimi. Kajimi gets destroyed. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, Pride. We find out that Pride served um, Palpatine during the days of the Galactic Empire, so he's always knew that sort of Palpatine was always alive. Now, Finn yeah. Poe and the others return to Agin and they're informed that Kajimi's destruction, as well as Leia's death, so they find out that Leia has died. It's a very sad scene. Now it is, especially Chewie, Chewie, he breaks so. down, doesn't he? He's proper yeah. screaming he's lost about everyone
1: it. at this point, hasn't he? He's lost, he's lost literally everyone. He's lost Luke, Leia, and Han, and obviously and... all the and Yoda's dead, who we knew, and exactly. And everyone. it's
0: not, it's not all bad news though, because Poe is now the leader.
1: He is. Poe is he... the new
0: general. Poe.
1: He is, and he makes a joke to Finn about Finn also being a general, doesn't he? Yeah. They both call each other general, uh, and they they hatch a plan essentially to have, have fight all the Imperial or First Order, Final Order um, starships above Exegol. And everyone said, "Oh, they, they, they outnumber us." And he said, "No, we're gonna get Billy D. Williams to <laughs> send a message out to the galaxy and get people everybody. have hope. They will come fight for us." So they they go ahead with that plan, don't they? They do. So. Basically,
0: the the last thirty minutes of this scene is basically one gigantic battle. So, while all the other characters are fighting the the final order on the top of Exegol, Rey is underneath and she's going down all the way deep, deep down
1: to go and kill Palpatine, isn't she? She does, and she gets there. Um, and they have an exchange, doesn't he? And he says about how he'll. Essentially, she she must strike him down, and he'll then essentially become one with her, and then he'll he'll be the emperor, but in her body, sort of thing. Like all his power and everything will transfer into her, and she'll be the empress. Pretty much, and he threatens
0: to kill everyone if he doesn't if she doesn't do that. Yeah. Does, does she though? So and she, this bases... is, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, oh my
1: god, we're both at an <laughs> impasse here. I'm going to say <sighs> you go ahead. So. She essentially lights up her lightsaber, doesn't she? Yes. Um, and she has it, and she lifts it up behind her back. And he says a great line. He says, do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't yes. know if you picked it up, but he says, I did, yes. do it. He says something else after that, but I was like, no, nah, he said do it. He did. And then we've seen, obviously, in-, in between this conversation she's having, we've seen Ben Solo now. Uh, Kylo Ren is now Ben Solo.
0: Now, have you seen... The edit of this where it's
1: um, holding out for a hero. Yes, I have. And so it it's <laughs> <And> So good! It's so good! We we see him running through with a blaster, don't we? And all the sort of guards that are there, he just shoots them like without even looking like it's nothing. And it's all slow um, motion, and it's great. Yeah, and uh, he gets surrounded by, I believe it's the Knights of Ren, doesn't he? He is, and he's but surrounded then... by them.
0: Him and is it him and Rey kick their ass?
1: No, so Ray reaches behind her back <gasps> with the lightsaber. Sorry, that's it. Yes, yeah, it's incredible. and then she brings her hand, and, and Palpatine thinks she's about to strike him down. But when she brings her hand back, the lightsaber's not there. And it's in and Kylo Ren's hands, and he
0: gets to kill the bloody Knights of Ren.
1: Yeah, it's a little kind of like Shuffy does with his hands out as I say, come on, then, and then just slashes them all. It's and great. then he makes his way to Rey. Um And then the Imperial Guard come, don't they? The red dudes. That's it, yeah. Um, and no, I think Rays just disposed of them when Kylo Ren arrives, or, or Ben Solo call it. But When Ben arrives, Ray's just disposed of all the Imperial Guards with Leia's lightsaber. And then Palpatine just throws them both onto their knees and extracts all their power from them. And Pretty that's much, where yeah. he gets his eyes back, the big yellow stiff eyes. His robes get a nice little up, up shift, and his fingers grow back and he, uh, he throws Ben Solo into a pit. He does throw him into a pit
0: and all while this is going on, all, all like the battle above is going on and suddenly all the ships arrive. Lando is there and we've got all the reinforcements. We've got Zori, we've got Babu Frick. Hey! We've got, all the- hey! we've got all the rebellion. We've even got the... Is it the ghost from Rebels? We've got that there.
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, it must, honestly, it might be, yeah.
0: Is a big breakdown of all the ships that are there. I'm pretty sure the whatever the ship's called in Fallen Orders there as well. Oh, the mantis. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like every every reference you can think of is there. Anyway, so we cut back to the throne wo- womb. Throne womb. <laughs> the throne room and Ray and Kylo are basically lying on the floor. They're all out there, and Ray hears all of the voices she hears: Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin, Yoda, Qui Gon Jinn, Mace Window Ahsoka is in there as well. Kane and Ala Sakura, um Luminara and Dooley, Gallia, and
1: Luke Skywalker. I didn't know that. I actually researched it and wrote it down. <laughs> I um I saw all those names because again with the subtitles and it tells you the name of each person ah, talking. Ah,
0: right, okay,
1: yeah. So when it um, said Adi, I didn't know if it was Kai Mundi, but no. it's nah, Adi Gallia. Yeah, there we yeah.
0: go. Now, you know what I would have really liked about this film? And I thought it was going to happen, and I was very slightly disappointed, but I did like basically what happened in the end. So I thought what was going to happen is she was going to be like all buggered on the floor, and she was going to hear all these voices, and she was going to stand up. and All their force ghosts are there. Yeah, and I thought that was going to happen. She was going to stand up. And she, and, he, and Palpatine's like, I am all the Sith, and when she goes, and I am all the Jedi, it just lights up behind her, and all of them are there. It's quite. Like, like, there's an Yoda edit which Yoda. has that, isn't there? I'm it'd sure be, there's yeah, an edit somewhere. I think there is, and it'd be so good. And but anyway, she basically would deflects all the lightning back, and. Anyway, it's her granddad. Yeah. <laughs> it's her granddad. Um she's related to him. She she's basically like the clone that worked. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. So basically a clone of him who was like a good version of him had a daughter who is her.
1: Something along those lines. Something her, along her those lines. Her father was a son, I believe. something like that that. Anyway,
0: anyway she basically puts all the lightning back at him his body disintegrates and it destroys the lord of the Sith once and for all and then we cut back and all the battle happens and obviously all the good guys win and like you said we get a big cut between all of these little people we get some people on Coruscant which is nice to see finally once again
1: and we also get the Ewoks the cute little teddy bears Partying on Endor's Moon.
0: Partying on Endor's Moon. But anyway, that's that's the end. The good guys win. And we cut to Tatooine.
1: Well, no, there's a little bit before then, isn't there?
0: Where all the heroes Rey,
1: reunite. No, Ray. essentially Oh, God, I forgot about this bit.
0: Oh, my God. From
1: all from all the energy that she puts into defeating Palpatine, she actually dies. And Ben Solo, who he thought was dead because he got threw into the pit, climbs out uses all his force to revive her, and then they kiss, which I didn't really get the chemistry yeah, romantically. Yeah, get rid of that, get rid of that. Um, and then he, he dies, and he he has the typical Jedi death where he fades away, which I, I believe, I, I like to think that's what happens when they become a Force ghost. But I'd like to think he does become a Force ghost. And If there's any, we haven't really got any pre-sequel content at, at all, really, have we? Pre-sequel? Um, uh, post-sequel, sorry, content at all. Still, no, we we haven't. Haven't. so we don't really know what happens after the sequels. I'd like to think if there is content in future Adam Driver might come back. Um but that happens. She's sad. Um and then obviously Richard E Grant gets blown out of the bridge by Finn and, everyone. and they all they that was just so cool cuz you see him go flying. Um and then they all uh, they all they all return back to Agent Agent Kloss, and Chewie gets a medal from Mascanarta.
0: Finally gets his medal. Now, obviously, this is just bloody fan service for him to get in the medal. But then, like we said when we was doing episode four, it doesn't make any sense. They don't because, want it because yeah, because uh, they Wookies don't work like don't think like medals and stuff are worthy of them. They no, don't. They see it as want a thing. To do so. the right thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It doesn't and really make too much sense. Doesn't really make any sense. But then we get to Tatooine, don't we? We do get to Tatooine, so yeah. Ray is burying both Luke and Leia's lightsabers in the sand. Now, there's a lot of jokes about this, because it's technically Anakin's lightsaber as well. Um, and she buries it in sand, which Anakin hates. Yeah, did, it's, there's a lot of memes yeah. about his force ghosts, like, how can she do this? It's unfair. <laughs> um, <laughs> but An old lady comes up to her and says, who are you? I'm Ray. Ray who? And then we see the Force ghosts emerging. Of both Luke and Leia stood next to each other in the distance, looking at her, smiling. And everyone in the cinema was sat there thinking, "Please don't say it. Please do not say it. Do not say it." Ray Skywalker. Awful,
0: <laughs> awful ending. Awful end to a
1: okay prequel, uh, sequel trilogy. <laughs> If she just says something like Ray Solo, that would have been cool. I don't know. Or. Solana. Ray Hutt. Ray Hutt. De Wana Yeah, can you imagine? It
0: just turns out
1: and he's like. Jabba jabba nana, jabba <laughs> it's, like it's not actually Jabba that says De Wana is it? No, um, it's not. you Jabba, Jabba. And then we get the classic looking out of the twin sons, her and BB 8, and it ends.
0: Or, can you imagine if it was like. I'm Ray. Ray who? Ray Crumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's there and he's just
0: like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, James Brown R2's back. <laughs> She's just related to selectious crap. Or she just said,
1: I'm Ray Three PO," And he's like, oh my God, print. I didn't realise I could reproduce. It's I do like... love the bit where, because he gets his memory wiped, the first person he meets is Babu Frick, and then like 10 minutes later on Keth Beer, when someone says, oh, Babu Frick told us she'd be here, Babu Frick is one of my oldest friends. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that line's really, really good. That's funny. Oh, it's like the uh, only person he's known. <laughs> but do you know what I found fascinating about the subtitles? Because I had subtitles on, because I was um edited my... Um, My Schemes of Work while I was watching Mm. it. I found fascinating. When Babu Frick speaks in common, it actually says in the subtitles, speaks in English.
1: Yeah. I suppose for people that can't hear it at all, they don't translate it though, do they? No.
0: So does that mean, is English a language in Star Wars? Does England exist?
1: I don't think. I, I'd imagine it's more just. Nah, I'm, Because I'm the language into used in the movie is, is. Yeah, I, I think it's just to try and let the viewer know that he can speak his own language, but he can also speak a normal language, and they're not just translating it for people that have, you know, profound hearing loss. Probably. Um, or just listen on full mute. Um, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, interesting oh, well, theory. It is an interesting theory.
0: Anyway, that's brought us to the end of all of the Star Wars film. Now, just a little bit of news for you, just before we do the ratings. We are. Actually, we're going to have a week's break, aren't we? We're
1: going to treat ourselves to a little holiday.
0: Treat ourselves to a little holiday. We've been doing this for a long bloody time. And actually, I am going away. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to Glasgow for the weekend. um, And, well, for like four days. And then I'm also going away the weekend after. So we are technically having an actual holiday. So this is going to come out on the 22nd of August. But then the next episode that's going to come out won't be until the 5th of September, which is weirdly the first day
1: I'll be teaching. Exciting times. Good I'm also off work Lord. that day. Hooray. You're off work. I'm off work. It's Katie's birthday the day before, Just so me. I'm off work. Yeah, but we've we've been doing Star Wars podcasts for about four months now. It's crazy Ugh, to think. I'm um, so I'm going to take a little bit of a break. It's going to feel weird not talking about Star Wars. Um, But we've decided, haven't we, what we think the next few films are going to be?
0: Yeah, we have. So we've sort of got a plan. Now, so we think we're going to do this in 10 episode seasons. And we're going to have a little break, a week's break in between, aren't we? So the next next season, we will choose five films each. Now, Jamie's already chose his first three. Now... Um, do you want to reveal what your first three films are? I think now we can reveal them. Yeah, I think we can. Now, just to let you know, audience, it will alternate, so it'll be one of Jamie's films, then one of mine, then Jamie's, then mine, then Jamie's. So you will have a week's break in between
1: Jamie's first three choices.
0: But I, it's, a, it's a bloody good shout when you said it earlier. I was like, my god!
1: Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be watching and reviewing the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. The, uh, sorry, sorry,
0: I'm just gonna correct you there. The
1: first three, the best. Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man films. Man film. Well, he technically did No Way Home, didn't he? <laughs> ah! Nah. So, but we're going to review Spider-Man 1, well, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and Spider-Man 3. Um, and I can't wait. They're so gonna good. be fun. going to be fun. So, yeah, that's, that's what everyone's got to look forward to. Exactly. So, the first week back,
0: so on the 5th of September, we will be doing Spider-Man, the 2002, I think it was, Sam Raimi film, and then the week after that, it'll be whatever film i choose and then the week after that it'll be spider-man 2 so and then obviously jamie's got two more to decide and i've got another five to decide yeah
1: so uh, we'll have to have a think and get some things in the pipeline but uh i'm just trying to think we need to to give a, uh, a rating don't we for episode nine we do now
0: i'm gonna go ahead and First of all, let you know what this is. If you haven't listened to us before, the rating system is based off of the episode two line of Anakin hating the sand and thinking it's as coarse as anything. Now, if the sand is coarse, if this film is coarse, like a number five, it's a bad film. However, if it was a zero, if it was clean, clean and smooth as a whistle, like some freshly made glass, it's a zero. And that is the best film you could get. I am going to give this
1: a two. I am exactly the same on a two.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's worthy of a one. No, purely because, but this is pure, but that's purely because of uh, the Last Jedi not connecting at all. And yeah. if it connected to the last film better, I'd probably go. It's a one.
1: Yeah, it I think so. Connect. I'd say it'd be incredible, but it's just the connection. It, it, it again. If it, like it was too much crammed in, if it was spread across two films, we'd have had two fantastic films. We'd have had an amazing trilogy.
0: We would have had an amazing trilogy, and unfortunately, we didn't. I think all in all, this journey of watching all of the Star Wars films has been really nice. I think it's really nice and refreshing to actually talk about it for like an hour and a half afterwards.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've delved into it more than I ever have before. Um, it's it's been great. It's been fantastic.
0: It has been great and fantastic, and I I sincerely hope that the listeners all. I, well we've got like 80 odd followers on instagram now but we're yeah. getting like 30 40 listeners which is quite good it's going up every week it's going up by like two people a week Love it. <laughs> so all the listeners thank you very much for for tuning in every single week it's it, honestly it does actually mean quite a lot to us because we put in quite a lot of effort watching this and quite a lot of brain power <laughs> actually being able to talk for an hour and a half In yeah this. <laughs> so thank you very much for your continued support and remember you can always leave us a review on spotify rate us five out of five if you loved us and if you didn't like us give us a four there's nothing yeah. nothing less
1: than a four <laughs> nothing less than a four it doesn't exist just like it the sequels
0: doesn't exist exactly and remember on apple as well you can leave us a worded review so leave us as many reviews as you can because it really does help was out and remember you can ring the little bell as well on Spotify just so you can get all the notifications when those episodes go live our next episode like I've just said the music's playing right now will be on the 5th of September remember remember the 5th of September the <laughs> podcast spider-man and goblin <laughs> okay that's been that's been the podcast that's been I'm gonna say weirdly that's been series season one. Yeah, we hope you all enjoyed. (laughs) Uh, The Babbler's Guild. We're going to have a week off. A well-deserved week
1: off. Goodbye, everyone.
0: Au revoir.
1: Bye.